What is up, everybody? Good morning, good evening, good afternoon from wherever you are listening. We have got a killer episode today, episode number 24. We're going to talk about human optimization, but there's a caveat to this. And the caveat is that we're going to talk about human optimization after 40. We got a couple of old fellas on this podcast today. Paul, how are you doing? <laughs> I was fine until you told me I was old and reminded uh, me. Thanks for that, mate. You know, I wanted to record this one today with you for selfish reasons. Yeah. Um, you know, I am going to be 41 in just a couple of weeks, and uh, you are a little bit older than that. Um, let's not go into our ages, right? But I wanted to talk about human optimization after 40, but specifically, like, what changes after 40, and how is it different from your 20s and 30s? I feel like... I could potentially be getting it wrong. And I know that if my listeners are listening, they probably want this information too. Mate, it's such a it's such a deep conversation. And the 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 issue is you need to start optimizing this stuff in your 20s. And that's where people are getting it wrong. They're getting to 40 and then trying to turn things around. And actually a lot of the a lot of the downside has been done by then. And so knowing in your 20s, you need to be proactive at longevity um, is the key. Trouble is, when you're 20, that's never going to fly with you, right? You're going to look at that and just go, yeah, all right, mate, I'll um, I'll just, I know what I'm doing, I'll be fine. And, and you don't take it on that seriously. So you get to this age of 40, and actually nowadays, there's a lot of people that have been relatively sensible with how they've been treating themselves um but things do start to become more difficult right weight gain becomes easier energy becomes lower sleep becomes more compromised and a lot of those things are just consequence of lifestyle once you actually kind of pause for a moment look at the areas that you're you've drifted into like the 2 a.m. Netflix binge or, you know, I only drink at the weekend, but basically it's from Friday night until Monday morning. And I've done it for years. What's the big deal? You know, or I haven't done quite as much exercise. Do you know how stressed I am at work? And so on. Um, once you start looking at some of those aspects and you can start to tweak them back to where they should be and be more sensible with that approach, you then start to find things start working properly again. Then obviously the other element is your hormones start to change. And as we get older, hormones start to decline, supposedly. And that's really say, so so you 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 said that so gently there, supposedly. Are yeah. we are we being duped to believe that once we hit a certain age, all hormones for everyone sort of shift? Well, the reality is that's that's the truth. It is the truth. That okay. The reality is. As people get older, their hormones start to decline. But the reason is because a lot of their lifestyle has driven those hormones lower. Mm. So, I, I'm, for example, I've got a 72-year-old patient in the US. When and when we started working, his numbers were quite low. In his last blood test, he had like an 800-plus testosterone level. Wow, at 72? Yeah. Come natural. on. Natural. Come right? on. Never taken anything. No, never taken anything. At 72? That is, that is, oh my gosh. It's insane. For the people that are listening, that is, that is freaking nuts. I have to supplement yeah. in order to hit that range. And I'm half his age practically. And the point of the matter is, you know, when we first started work, working with him, it wasn't that high. It was, it was pretty low. But once you start adjusting some of your habits, dealing with some of the underlying problems that we spoke about here loads of times, get rid of the toxicity, get rid of the mold, get rid of the infections, understand about bringing down inflammation, sleep well, blah, 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 blah. Your body's really resilient at getting back to where it wants to be. And so um, it's important to realize if you want to optimize over 40 and you're not going to start in your 20s, yeah, that's then, what say, right? then look at the areas that you've just unconsciously drifted into like we did a an episode way back when we started this about you know your your um the, the the behavior you've got is not your choice you know we are influenced by lots of things around us 
to behave in a certain way, to buy certain things, to you know watch certain things, stay up late, it's okay, everyone does it kind of stuff. And actually that stuff catches up with you. And when and, and because it's such a gradual change, you it's imperceptible, right? You don't you don't notice it. And then you look back and you go, Oh yeah, well I'm I've always stayed up till two o'clock in the morning, haven't I? Or I'm never tired before 1 a.m. So I can't sleep. It's always been like that. Always? Like you've never been able to sleep before? Oh, well, yeah, when I was younger. Oh, right. Okay. So things have changed. What else? What else? So so you said hormones. You said, you know, the ability to put on weight. Um, You know, does your ability to lose weight slow down with age? Is that a fact? Has that been proven? Um, again, yes, in, it's in, all someone been... who, in, in someone who's unhealthy, of course, they're going to have problems losing weight. And as you get older, you become more unhealthy because you've got this accumulation of things you've not dealt with. Right. But I guess what I'm trying to say here, Paul, is like, you know, you hear the excuse all the time. At least I do. It's, you know, I can't lose weight because I'm 50 now or I'm getting older and it's harder. Is, is it, is it truly harder from a. Uh, you know, from a scientific body systems perspective, or is that a lot of mindset saying, Hey, you know, I feel defeated. I'm over 40 and it's harder to lose weight. Uh, Biologically is what you have to come back to. Biologically, if you're broken, it will be harder to lose weight, right? Biologically, if you're optimized, your 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 metabolism will work just as well and you, and you so you biologically work. if you're optimized no matter if you're 20 30 40 50 60 70 it is irrelevant if you are biologically optimized is that yeah. what you're saying yeah okay and mm-hmm. but the the challenge is what has to happen for you to be biologically optimized you know have a be healthy basically at 60 or 55 or whatever it is what is it you have to undo over the previous three decades and is it even doable? Because mm-hmm. as we get older, like you say, we, we accumulate things. We become more sick. We become older. We become less energetic. You become less energetic because the cells are getting bunked or you know gunked up, if you like, full of stuff that it shouldn't be in there that's just compromising the energy production. And when you're tired all the time, you don't fancy going and exercising. You don't want to do anything other than sit in front of the television and the television and the snacks and everything else that we we've got freely available make it a very compelling proposition let me just sit here and watch this next episode while i dig into the ice cream yeah you're lost in the episode you're mindlessly eating you're unconscious and you're right that's when that's when your poor behavior and you know the the processed foods and, yeah. you know, all the scientifically manufactured stuff is just stimulating dopamine hits. Right. And before you know it, you finish that bag. Of course. But here's the thing. It's, it's the, it's the compelling option, right? It's the compelling proposition to sit there and do nothing because you are so tired. Mm-hmm. And then you've got to look at, well, why am I so tired? What have I been doing today that's well i'm just getting old and you know i'm an extra 20 pounds overweight and work stressful and i've never been able to sleep well and i i never get up i always get up tired you know and and it's at night i when i get home i've got to i've got to kind of de-stress and i have to watch the telly or drink a couple of beers or whatever it is then you've got to look at well why have you why are you having to almost like medicate your life by by doing these activities because your life is so difficult Right. There's a great saying. It says, if you need to go on vacation from your from your regular life, there's something wrong with your regular life. Yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah. And so if we get in and start digging into how do we create a much easier life around us mm-hmm. and remove all of these things that are compromising us, then things will start to improve and you know, life just gets a lot easier. I had a thought this week, actually. I am very tempted just to come off all social media completely and never just bother going on it anymore. It, it doesn't. I really, don't blame you. It doesn't do me any favors from a um, a work perspective, particularly. Um, yep. I put out um, some some posts the other day on Instagram on stories, and all they were were um, 
uh, just funny memes or sayings, right? Just just yep. crap, banal stuff. But it was funny. Yep. And um, if you ever watch stories on your Instagram, you'll see that someone will look at the first two and then it'll drop off. You know, the yep. viewing basically just drops off because people aren't interested. And I get that all the time. And I put some very, very significant, valuable information out and no one really pays any attention. No. I put these just idiotic things up and the the, the view account stayed even throughout all six posts. Yeah. Yeah. No Sad. one did. I, yeah. right? uh, I hear you. And yep. so I'm looking at it going, this and, is and, and, and I put a post on Twitter in the end and just said, look, people are looking for entertainment and not looking for education. And and that's what the world is becoming, right? Just entertain yeah. me now while I scroll and this and the other. Yeah. If you look at my social media this morning, I posted a viral video. Instead of posting something valuable, now I posted something valuable. So every three days I post something, you know, funny, a funny fitness meme, Yeah. right? Likes, I'll get 200 likes on something really valuable and useful. And I'll get 5,000, 6,000, 7,000 likes on yeah. some funny viral fitness video tons of comments tons of everything and it's like man like is this what we have succumbed to like is this is this it i feel exactly like you do i'm like it's like because we put a lot of time and effort into creating that content and then you put it out there and it's just like falls on deaf ears it seems and it's like should i continue to post this like this is valuable time i'm investing to serve you yeah yeah. and and the, the the challenge we got with that is people are doing it from from a younger age now and spending more time on there and there's nothing that's fulfilling on there and we know social media is not a great thing for us and it's you know causing a lot of problems with younger generations but even older generations so 40 plus are spending more and more time on there because it's their entertainment right and the trouble is here's the thing people are watching other people's lives while they are not living their own life because they're so fixated on everybody else on that screen that the time they're looking at that they're not living their own life which should be getting out going doing stuff educating yourself becoming more doing new experiences and whatnot just flicking through you know stories or whatever it is and and all of a sudden 25 minutes half an hour disappears out of your life sure Um, Sure. it is not is not productive and so but those things all count when it comes to optimizing yourself right because I'm not saying you should never go on social media, but you do need to you be. You kind of are. You, 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 kind, you kind of are. Well, <laughs> I think you need to be aware of, yeah, for sure. <laughs> of, of what it's doing to you. And mm-hmm. then you can make an informed decision. Right. If yeah. you think. Um, well, is it controlling you or are you, are you controlling it? Right. Like, oh, it I think controls you 100%. For, for sure, for sure. Yeah. But you know, it, it's, it's one of those things. And you know, you said it, right? Like you get lost, an hour goes by, an hour and a half goes by. And then at the end of the day, you're like, well, damn, you know, I didn't have time to work out. I didn't have, I didn't have time to make a healthy meal. I didn't have time. I didn't have time. What do you mean you didn't have time? Yeah. Yeah. Check your phone, check yeah. your phone, check your devices. Because, yeah. you know, I get that excuse all the time too, for people from people, right? I, the, the, the number one excuse is I don't have time. And that is the biggest, crappiest shittiest excuse of all but, well what do you mean I, you time? well here's the thing right again want to optimize your life whatever age you are you you've got the same 24 hours in the day as everybody else the only thing that you have to do is prioritize what's most important to you in those 24 hours and so if you say i haven't got time but you haven't got time for what exactly now i don't have time to cook for myself train sleep de-stress enjoy life i don't have time for that you don't know what it's like being a mum of two kids and so on and so forth and you go okay so what you're saying is the things that are going to make you a better mum make your life better make your kids lives better those things which are related to your health and your optimization you don't have time for them because you're stuck in a bad routine that's all it is if we change the routine to incorporate things that are the best for you, you look after yourself first and you make sure that you're as fit and well and healthy as possible so you can look after your kids the best you can, then all of a sudden life becomes much, much better. And you do yeah. have time for it because you have a purpose behind it. Yeah. Right? I, you know, I think this comes to a really good point, right? So if we're talking about human optimization after 40 or really at any age, 
what we're saying is, is in order to optimize yourself, you first potentially have to optimize your schedule, right? You have to optimize your routines, your schedules, right? Because how can you optimize? How can you optimize if you're going with the flow and one minute you're spending an hour and a half on social media and then you're over here focused on the TV, right? Like you cannot optimize your health if you have poor schedule or routines and poor habits. What, what, what were people doing before social media? We were outside. I remember before social media. I remember when I was, I remember. What, I didn't have what, a phone when I was growing up. I didn't have a device. I was outside riding my bike. What, but forget as kids, as adults, before social media, what were we doing? You were doing something. You were filling your time with something. Some people may have been sat in front of the television for six hours. It's up to them if that's what they want to do. But right. most people just had hobbies in life. Right. Do you remember that word hobbies? People mm-hmm. would be, oh, I go fishing or I do this or I do that or whatever that is. Right. Oh, I'm a stamp collector or I'm this. doesn't matter what the hobby was. It was mm-hmm. something that generated interest in you. It educated you. It fulfilled you because you were interested in it. Right. Oh, I sure. make clay pots or whatever it is. doesn't matter. That's all gone now. Everybody's hobby is social media. And right. they're sitting there flicking through it. And then they realize this life sucks. I need to go and find something to do. I wish I had a hobby. Well, put your phone down and you've got a million things that you can go and do. They're all still there, right? You can go right. paddleboarding, which is really true. popular right now. There's a lot of stuff you can do. But the fact is, it's being aware about what's most important. Again, we talk, talked about this on one of the shows. What's most important to you about your health? What's most important to you in life? And then going, okay, is social media, is scrolling through rubbish producing this outcome that I want? And right. it's very likely, unless you are part of a you know social media marketing company that needs to understand the algorithms, it's very likely that scrolling through social media is not improving health in any way. And no, so, I would agree with that. That's a tough pill to swallow because we're all addicted to it. I'm, I'm guilty of it too. Of course. You know, I spend well, you know time what? Right? Apple are doing this now. They send you a thing every week saying this is your screen time. Yep. Because we want to be caring. We want to be shown as concerned. No, you don't. You full well know, and Steve Jobs said this, they full well know that the phone and the, regardless of social media, the, the phone itself is such an addictive device yeah. that you're not going to change, even if it says you're spending 10 hours a day on it. No, and, right. and there's a reason why their kids were never allowed to be on them. Exactly, right? The, Steve Jobs said, no, you can't have iPads because they're going to be too addictive. There's no way you'll be able to resist to it. And so the, the fact is, even tech companies know how bad it is, but they're, and, and they're trying to give you, you know, management tools like, oh, look, this tells you your, your use has gone up 18% last week or whatever else it is. But they know you're not going to pay attention to it because no one's perspective and awareness is of that where they are using it as a productivity tool you know they're using it to okay what can i get from this to improve my health my life my family's health and so on everyone's using it as an entertainment tool and that's very different because you can get lost in entertainment and and that's the problem because while you're entertained you don't want to move, right? You don't want to do anything. Yeah, one of the one of the messages I always put out is, and, and I'm, I'm always speaking to myself, right? Create, create, don't consume, right? And it's hard, right? But but creation is is where you get that sense of fulfillment, that achievement. Like, what yeah. can I create today? What yeah. can I build? What can I create? As opposed to what can I consume? Because that's it. That's all we're doing. We're consuming everything all day long. Think about it. We're on our iPads consuming. We're on our uh, laptops consuming. We're watching TV consuming. We're in our kitchen cabinets back and forth between our refrigerator and our couch consuming, yeah. right? Consumers, that's it. We buy things that we don't need. And it's just this crazy, vicious cycle that unless you become aware of, it's ultimately killing us, right? At the end of the day, it, it consumerism is, and, and is killing us. It is. And I know we were going to talk about optimization today and we're getting off track, but there is there's another thing that you have to realize is when you put a post up, whoever you are and you put a post you will go back and look for how many people have looked at it how many likes you got and oh, that's sure. and that's a huge ego issue and it's showing mm-hmm. that you're getting your value from that if you can put a post up and never look at what it says or does or you know what the results are and just put it up because you want to put it up then that's great but no one does that 
Yep. You put up a post and go, right, yeah, how many people we- liked it? How many people viewed it? How many people saved it? How many people shared it? Because it's you're you're somehow trying to get validation of your own self yep. from that that response, right? And if you put a post up and no one likes it, then that's actually more detrimental to you than not putting up in the first place because that then makes you go like, well, what's not good enough? Why why aren't people looking at this? This can't be right. My phone must be stuck, you know, broken, or you know, Instagram must be down or whatever. They're not showing me what the real results. And it's like, yes. well, that's the big issue, man. You've got to just start looking at loving yourself for you, creating the life that you want. And bizarrely enough, once you start doing that, things become more important to you. Like, okay, I do need to make the food that I want to eat. I do need to take the exercise. I love doing this activity because it's the thing that makes me feel the best. I like doing the stress management. I sleep much better when I do this. I'm much more interactive with the kids when I do it. You know, if you're stressed and one of your kids comes in and starts asking questions, you're just like, I've got time for this. What? Yes. Okay. I'll do it later. Like that's not the re- the interaction they want with their dad. Right. right. They, 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 and, but that's what they'll remember. Yeah. Um, but it's not your, not your doing. If that's, if you're given an option, Shout at your kids, be kind to them and generous and and uh, listen to what they've got to say or just do nothing. They're your three options. You're not going to you're not going to purposefully choose. Oh, I just want to shout at them and, and be nasty to them. That's the last one. You go, oh, I'll never do that. And yet you catch yourself, not you. One catches themselves doing that sure. multiple yep. times. Yep. And then you've got like the awareness thing, right? Once you're aware of that and think, I don't want to do that because I got that from my dad and I didn't feel good about it and I need to be aware. What you know, you start changing your behaviors. It's the same with anything else. So we kind of got off track, but I think it's important. A lot. We got a lot off track. And so perhaps this episode isn't about necessarily optimizing your health after 40, but perhaps this is how to declutter your life so that you are able to optimize yourself. Because at the end of the day, I think it's got to start. Yeah. I mean, if you're not, if you're not building good habits and you're not saying, okay, if I am going to be on social media, where does it fit in my schedule? Right. Schedule it. Right. I'm going to be on social media for 30 minutes in the morning and 30 minutes at night. Awesome. I'm going to do it from 7.30 AM to 8 AM, which I don't recommend. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to do it from 4.30 to 5 p.m. in the evening start scheduling this time so that it doesn't infiltrate your life and steal your joy i think ultimately that's that's the key here yeah well i think you have to start by being like we said aware and then start putting in practice the things that are going to serve you to optimize yourself then you can look at what am i going to optimize and i wouldn't even do the social media in the morning afternoon i'd do it tuesdays and fridays I wouldn't even bother. I'll just go half an hour. We're gonna, we're gonna, we here's the thing, Paul. You're just so cutthroat. We got to meet these people where they're at. I understand that. I understand. You can't go from spending seven, eight, nine hours. I think the average, the average, I can't remember, but I believe that the average American over 16 or or even younger than that, gosh, I wish I could remember this stat. It's like eight hours a day. Yeah. And that doesn't include that doesn't include TV time. It's just devices. Yeah, that that that's just insane. But the you know, it's almost like, okay, how far down this road have we already gone? And is it even, can you even turn it around? But, and I understand people that are on the, on, on that much. I mean, I don't know where you get that much time, but people that are on that much um, are never going to do it half an hour, twice a week. It's going to be a complete no-no because they didn't start using it for eight hours a day. So you have to wean it off if you like. Sure. But, but, but as you get older, your awareness is a little bit more, understanding with kids it's not so not quite the same they they don't quite have the life experience but as you're older you can turn and go look i know this is not good for me mm-hmm. i need to just drop this down and if i do it half an hour let me experiment for two weeks two weeks only half an hour on a tuesday half an hour on a friday that's it just for two weeks after that you can sit there for 20 hours a day if you want it's no problem but just for two weeks see how you feel what goes on in your life? And I'll tell you what it will highlight. It will highlight what is missing. Because people will sit there initially and twiddle their thumbs and not know what to do. And they'll yeah. end up yeah. trying. Yeah. But here's the important thing. They'll end up trying to just fill the time with stuff. 
no, no direction, no kind of purpose. It'll just be like, oh, I've always wanted, I need to clear that drawer out for ages. I'll do that. Or I need to tidy up the office or I need to do this. Let me just get on to all the jobs that they've been putting on. Once they're done, now what am I going to do? Right. And here's the issue, right? We've lost the art of imagination or of understanding what really drives our passions and what makes us feel fulfilled because we're looking at everybody else's fulfilling passions online, which is all bullshit anyway, right? Right. Spend some time with yourself. Such a vicious cycle. We should just relabel this episode like how to how to become unaddicted to social media. It's tough. This is tough. It's really tough. So, but here's the thing: if there's nothing, uh, there's no other option that's more attractive. Then why would you change? Mm, and mm, and yeah. and and when you've given the option, it's a like detox. You're, you're off social media now for you know you're doing half an hour twice a week, and all the other spare time you've got. If you don't know what to fill it with, you'll pick your phone up. And so it's about how do we get people to be more creative about things that they want to do? You know, what have you always wanted to do? Have you always wanted to start your business? Well, maybe now's a good time because you've got all this spare time around you. Or I've always wanted to get back to the gym or lose that weight or do whatever. Okay, well, the time you would have spent on social, start using it in a, an activity way or meal prepping or whatever it is, right? But be more um, imaginative and think about how do I expand my life? Because if you fast forward this 20 years and this is all you've done, Oh my gosh! Could you imagine the regret? Like, take a minute. Take a minute for the so the people that are listening right now. Take a minute and just imagine. Nothing changes for the next ten years. That's a gut punch, right? That's that's like that's taking one right, but right, you know, right in the gut because man, like you can't get that time back, and you are going to get to the the end of this thing, realizing that you've been watching other people live their lives for the last decade, two decades without living your own, without coming fully alive, without finding purpose and meaning and what, I mean, and look, I'm not a saint here. I, I overuse social media. I overuse my device. I'm getting quite a bit done on my device. I communicate with my teams through WhatsApp and Slack and, but there's, there's absolutely uh, some better boundaries that I can create so that I could get even more done and become even more filled. I will say it feels really good when you put your phone away for a little bit, doesn't it? Like you put your phone away for a day and it's almost like, and at least this is for me, but I'll put my phone away for a day and I'll say, okay, kids, family. Okay. You know, Saturday, we're going to just no devices, right? We put them away and you almost don't want to pick it back up the next day or at night. It's almost like you don't want to touch it because you don't want to see all the emails you missed and all the text messages you missed and all the, you don't even want to see it. it yeah, I don't know I if think, you've ever done that. And if you feel like that, I, I don't think that's, I don't think that's the majority. I think most people can't wait to pick it back up again. Oh, but I, so I can't wait to pick it back up again if it's a short period of time, but if I leave it for five hours or I leave it for the day, I don't want to touch it again. I'm like, oh gosh, what is there? And who do I got to get back to, right? But the other thing that we need to think about too is is the moment you pick it up in the morning, right? You are now, you are not in control anymore, right? You are in reactive mode. You are not proactive anymore. You are not on your own schedule doing your own thing. You are literally reacting to everybody else. You're answering emails. You are responding to text messages everybody else becomes more important than what you have to do in your day. Yeah. Because what you've got to do in your day isn't important anyway, because you haven't got the imagination around, you know, the priority. What's the most important thing to me? Well, the most important thing maybe is I just need to do a little bit of activity in the morning, go out for the walk or stretch or, you know, read that chapter in that book or whatever it is. If you get up in the morning and, first thing you do is turn the television on or look at your phone like you say you get you you're already lost but if you get up and just read a book read a chapter of a book then that's done for the day takes 10 minutes but you've got that one thing done and then you go okay i'm gonna go make coffee now so you go make your coffee and you sit down and have that and then okay what else do i need to do well i need to make the i don't know the, the kids lunch for school or whatever it is and blah, blah, blah. And then eventually you go, okay, I'll, I'll look at the phone 
but I've done all the stuff. If you pick it up straight away, you haven't got time to read. You can forget that, right? Because you're too yeah, busy reading crap on the on the phone, right? And have you ever tried to read after being on your iPhone for an hour? Have you ever even tried? No. It's 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 like it's 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 next to impossible, right? If you are reading, you are not you are not absorbing what you read if you've just spent an hour on your iPhone. Yeah, because your brain is on fire, right? It's on fire. And and so so just by breaking that little habit of saying like I'll leave it until I've done my little few things and I'll get them out of the I way. That's a really, because yep. because the, the problems will if there's problems on that phone, they'll still be there. They're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. If you haven't answered them all night, I mean I, I don't have my phone on at night. It, it you know, some people take it into the bedroom with them and it's on all night. Oh, I don't want to miss a call. What are you talking about don't miss a call? No, oh, it's like, you know, if my daughter rings me and they're in trouble. Blah, blah, yeah, that's blah. not even healthy though. I've heard I've heard there's studies where you don't even want electronics in your room when you're sleeping. Yeah. The whole thing is a problem. You don't want but, Wi-Fi. You don't want, you know, yeah. That's me. Yeah. That's a that's a whole other topic. But I think here's the thing, right? Is I mean, the message that I'm hearing here is is like if you want to optimize yourself at any age, let's just say after 40, because I'll be 41. Yeah. If you want to optimize your life at any age, you're not going to optimize your life spending eight hours plus on your devices. I mean, is it even possible to optimize your life spending that much time? On a device, I, I, is it possible? I don't know. I'm sure there's some people that do it, but from what no, I'm hearing, how, and- how how is it possible if you're spending that much time? You you're not spending any time doing the things you should be doing, right? So you can get immersed. I, in- I mean, if you work eight hours, if you work eight hours, and then you're on your phone for eight hours, I mean, you're probably that's there's probably some overlap there. Um, you know, then you get home and you're with your family a little bit, potentially you're watching a little bit of TV, which is just crazy to me. You've been on your device all day and now you're going to, you know, watch two hours of television. Um, that's something that's hard for me to understand. I do have a bad habit with, with social media and with being on my phone for too long, but I'm not, I don't watch any TV. I don't watch any movies. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so it's just, yeah, it's, it's, um, this is a tough one, man. And I know that there's people that are listening, like, and they're addicted just like we're addicted and I'm addicted. I'm excited to hear you. I'm, yeah. So, but here's my thought on this. The, um, I don't think you need to put the phone away because if you're using it for productivity, right? So, for example, you're using it for your Teams, for your you know, WhatsApp or Slack or whatever it is, and, you're, and you're, you're orchestrating your business using that. If you're doing your banking, if you're having to use it for other um, uh, business reasons, it's just work because that's your work, then I don't think it's a big deal. But if you get distracted from it and you're no longer on the work app, you're on Instagram or you're on Facebook or whatever it is, and that sucks out two hours of your life or an hour or whatever it is, that's not productivity. So there is a fine line. And unfortunately, it's like they're like cars, right? Cars are very, very convenient, but they cost a huge amount of money for us to 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 drive and 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 uh, to operate and you know get fixed and everything else, they also cause a lot of problems to the environment, but they're very convenient. And so mm, I'm going to have one anyway because it, I mean I can get to the shops that are two miles down the road in three five minutes wherever it is instead of me having to walk and it take me an hour and a half or whatever. So I'll use it. It's convenient. Same with the phones, right? It's convenient for me to get on my banking app and see how much money you sent me last week. And I'm still looking, and it still says zero. But I can I can keep looking, right? Or it's, it's, it's good for me to have my diary on there if I want to see what I'm doing tomorrow and, and what, that, what I need to prepare for it. From a work productivity perspective, they're fantastic tools. The trouble is we get caught up because on the same screen is the, the yep. apps for, for the social media icons, right? So the... Um, the thing is to be aware and then to use it effectively. The other thing is if you don't use your phone, you're going to use a computer of some kind nowadays and you're going to get onto your computer and then you're going to look at email. You're going to look at websites based on your you know, work, let's say. But if you start drifting off into shopping websites or eBay or, you know, or whatever else is just looking for, or oh, I've got a text saying that I've got a t-shirt sale on, 25% off. Let me just go and have a look. It's the same problem. Mm. Right? It's not your choice. You're being directed to it. You're being manipulated to look into these things and then make a purchase based on the back of it. So you have to be, the awareness is the key. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, are we going to change people's attitudes to social media? Probably not. 
And, you know, it's just one of those things that you're going to have to, you're going to have to be able to be sensible in your approach to it if you want your life to be better at any age, right? And so if at 40 plus, you find that you're just spending too much time watching cat videos or watching comedians on stage telling one-liners, whatever it is, then maybe there's other things you could be doing. Because I'm going to say it again, at some point, this life is going to come to a hard stop. And when it does, that's too late. Right? There ain't no more you're going to do. And so if between now and then, you are happy being overweight and tired and depressed and watching social media, knock yourself out. Right? If that's yeah, the life. That's such a, that's, you hear that. I mean, if you're on the other end of this, you know, I just, you know, I'm hearing it. Um, that's a tough one. That's got to be tough for people to hear, right? Because a lot of us are wasting our lives away watching other people live their lives and consuming, right? That's the key word that I keep coming back to, right? We're consuming. And the reason why we're out of shape, overweight, unhappy, and depressed is because we consume all day and we have stopped creating. Two decades ago, all I did was create as a young kid. I was creating. I was ima you know, imagining things. And you know, my 20s, as many people know, was just crazy, right? Rock and roll, yeah. girls, drugs. Um, then 31, I drew a line in the sand and I started creating again. And those were, you know, those first five years were maybe the best five years of my life. And then I got derailed again. And here I am right back saying, hey, I, I, I want that back. I want to create. And this is what we're doing right now, right? We're creating and I'm feeling so much better creating as opposed to consuming. And I think the message that I want to share with people is like, Think about what you could create. Think about what you could put put out in the world and focus on creation versus consumption. Do more of that. And uh, I think that's going to lead to a more fulfilled more fulfilled life. I mean, how could it not, right? Absolutely. And start start with your family. Yeah. Right? yeah. Just start with the people that are closest to you. One, because you'll, you'll make a, a direct impact immediately. Don't put it on social media and try to make a difference because that ain't going to work. Right. Not unless you're putting up funny memes all the time, which isn't which is just which is just encouraging the bad behavior. Right. I mean, look at all this funny, banal, non-meaning stuff. So start with your family, whether it whether you've got children or not, a, a significant other or parents, start with the people that are close to you. How do I how do I create something that's gonna be fun for us to do today? What can we do differently? Where can we go that we've always wanted to go? And you'd be amazed. If someone sit down, okay, you can do anything you want today. What should we do? I don't know. Where should we go? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You tell me. No, no. Anywhere. We've got a car. We've got a couple of bucks in our pocket. Where can we go? Let's do something. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And you're not going back to the same place. And go, no, no. <laughs> Hang on. Right, you've got your whole world out there to look at and explore and experience. Let's do something new. Because we might find actually that's the thing that we we love to do together and it's amazing and it's much more fun than we thought it was going to be. If you've ever been invited to a party and gone, oh, I don't know anyone that's going to be there. It's going to be rubbish. I really don't want to go. I want to make an excuse. But you you end up having to go. You And all of a sudden, it's the best party you've been to. So oh, it was great. I'm, really, I'm so glad I went. And that's the same with everything else that we do in life. It's like, oh, I don't really know. I, it's, it's like the fear of the unknown. I don't know, mm -hmm. I don't know what I'm going to get out of this. So what, go and do it and find out. Because yeah. then you've got the experience and you'll learn something from it. If you have the same experience every day, you'll learn nothing within two weeks. Because it's the same thing every day, right? Yeah. If you do something different once a week, once a month, do I enjoy singing in a choir? Do I enjoy paddleboarding? Do I enjoy doing this, you know, cooking course or whatever it is? All of a sudden, you yes, no, or indifferent, it doesn't matter. You've had a better experience in that day, and that's made you a better, more rounded, fulfilled person. And when you're yep. in that 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 kind of mental place, oh, I'm just looking for amazing experiences, you want to be as fit and well and healthy as you can be while you do that, right? So that translates into better habits for your health, less, you know, but more more getting to sleep on time, more stress management techniques more you know saying no to people and not being um controlled by everybody else who are demanding things of you be it yeah. work or be it children whatever else it is it's like yeah okay we can do that tonight but let's just do this first let me just get the dinner ready 
and I promise you I'll come out and okay, fine, cool. And you can do that. But when you're not in that mind frame and they come in and you're in the kitchen and they start asking you questions, it's like, enough, I just told you I'm coming back, like, you know, leave it alone. That's not the interaction you want. Yeah. So that yeah, I, I'm together. Just, I- you know, I had I had a whole different idea of where this episode was going to go with regards to you know optimizing you know people after forty. Um, what I'm getting now is consumerism kills, right? Consumerism is killing you literally, and if you do not get control of your consumption habits, that is social media, that is food, that is shopping, right? Because we all know, and I used to be an addict, right? I mean, you're talking about a guy who, I mean, I was addicted to drugs. I'm addicted to cocaine. I'm addicted to all these things. I was addicted to shopping. Every single time a new pair of Yeezys came out, I was buying them only to realize that none of it ever made me fulfilled. Sure, I'd wear them. I'd feel really good wearing them. Oh my gosh, I feel good. $1,000 Yeezys, brand new. Nobody's got them. Woo! But lo and behold, right? Like, it's still an empty feeling because then those get old. They're not cool anymore. And you're ready to go buy the next pair. And it's always next. It's always want. It's always more. It's never enough. And that's a vicious cycle that I think all of us play, including me. And when I take a step back and I listen to the message of this very podcast, and we have to do another one about true optimization, you know, tactical stuff like, you know, blood work and sleep and nutrition and training, the tactical stuff. But the truth is, Paul, is that if you don't get through this, this piece, the consumerism piece, you will never have the time and the ability to develop good quality habits that are going to allow you to optimize your health. It's never even possible. Exactly. And, and I can tell you now, I know probably you know, hundreds of um optimize your life courses online right oh there's a ton of them yeah and not one of them is dealing with that they're all dealing with get you to be alpha male and you you know you've got to be this you've got to train 100 times a week and deadlift three times your body weight and you've got to do a million pull-ups and all this and and you know you've got to be blah 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 and sit there smoking a cigar on a private jet and all this kind of bullshit and actually none of that is optimizing people it's just making them, it's just driving them more down the path of collecting things to try and make them feel more valued. Sure. And that's not what optimization is about. And so you're right. You, this end of it has got to be dealt with, and we'll definitely do the other one that you want to do. Um, yeah, because I know, I know, I know you have you have a um, you want to really you want to help some people, and I know that you've got a outrageously uh, amazing offer on the blood work that you do that you charge thousands of dollars for, yeah. um, that you're, that you're willing to do it for a fraction of the price for our listeners and for our community. And I'm excited to be back into the community. I know we'll have a lot of the listeners that are in the Facebook group. They're in a private Facebook group. We've got challenges coming out, seven day challenge, 30 day challenge. You've got new programs coming out, releasing, you're releasing a book or we're releasing your book, yeah. the three by five diet. So there's a lot of stuff coming, but I think you know, this is the message that people need to hear today, obviously, because we were here and we were going to talk about, you know, how to optimize, right? What supplements to take, how much sleep to get, red light therapy, uh, you know, uh, cold water plunge and hot sauna and right. All of the things that you can do to optimize. But the truth is, is that we can share all of those things, but nobody's going to fucking do them because they're all addicted to consuming things, stuff, Food. And until we get control of our lives, there is no way we can possibly optimize a damn thing. Yeah. Um, you certainly won't have the time to, to optimize it, right? Because you're just Ow. Consuming, Ow. you're consuming content, right? That's all you're doing. Whether it, you're whether you're shopping or you're or you're you know buying stuff or collecting stuff, doesn't matter. You you're you're consuming content that's put out in front of you that is doing nothing to improve your health your True. life yeah. it's yeah. just watching other people's lives like we said while you're not living yours i'm not saying come off of it completely right if you've got a, an awareness and you can turn around and go look i'm only going to do it for x amount of time and then i'm not going to bother anymore all of a sudden it doesn't become that important to you yeah you know if if people, awareness. if people can give up drugs if they can give up smoking if they can give up alcohol it's the same sort of thing it's a it's a those are chemically physically addictive things but this is a mentally addictive 
thing that drives up neurotransmitters in your brain that again is chemically addictive and you've just got to be able to make a decision and change or wean yourself off or make better decisions with the use of it and yeah. i think i think it's an important thing unfortunately not a lot of people are going to to pay much attention well, it's not sexy right and, and look if i'm telling you to get off of social media and i'm trying to sell you stuff on social media it's a detriment to my business and my livelihood right stay off social media uh except for when you need some detox organic or you need a program or right like it's contradicting you know well um, so, again here's the thing right you, you oh, i shouldn't say contradicting that's probably the wrong word but you know what i mean but but yeah but the business is online now if part of your health program is to follow an online exercise routine because you can do it in your front room and you don't need the equipment and it's something then that's useful for you right like right. i said if you're being productive on there then it's useful if you're just wasting your life on there then it's a different different um yeah different outcome so True. if part of your um overall fitness regime and your health is to just to buy detox organics which I would say is probably a good move, then you, you can't buy it in a shop. So you have to get it online, right? The, the internet can be really useful for us. It allows us access to a lot of things, a lot of information that is that is relevant and easy to find. But that's because we're using it for a productive outcome. I need to sure. know what this is so I can build that log cabin that I've been wanting to build for my family, right? Whatever it is. Sure. But sure. if it's just yeah. to just watch cats jumping off a roof, mate, come on, there's, there's, <laughs> it's just not worth it. And and yeah. and so again, this word, this, the word of the day is awareness. How do they used to say that on Sesame Street? Uh, some some sort of oh, is it the letter of the day or something? But basically, the the word of this episode is awareness. Right? Yeah. Be aware. Yeah, and I think here's here's I want to leave people with this one with this one awareness because I just had a realization and I um. I last night was a was a very great conversation that I had with my family. Um, we were just getting ready for bed. I was talking to Amanda and the kids, and we drew a line in the sand last night. And uh, that line in the sand is basically after a realization. And we limit our our iPad time, so the kids are only allowed to have an hour and a half a day. Yeah. That's it. So it's forty five minutes in the AM, forty five minutes in the PM. Uh, when they're in school, they don't get it until they come home. Uh, so we're very conscious about that. But what we have noticed, right, is, you know, Mello is super addictive to his screen. He's got an addictive personality more so than Karina. And he loves his games. He loves it. Yeah. And I know that if I let him, he would stay in front of that 8, 10, 12, 15 hours. He would only get up for food and to go to the bathroom. And I know and I've heard that there's some kids who are playing and they're so into their Fortnite or their games that they're actually going to the bathroom in their pants because they don't want to get up and miss it and lose. Oh, wow. Crazy, okay. crazy, crazy shit. But back to the awareness is I'm noticing um, when my son's not on his iPad, right? Or when he's done with his iPad, first thing he does is he goes through the refrigerator, he goes to the cabinets, the pantry. Yeah. And I guess what I'm trying to say here is, is how many of us are doing that without realizing it? How many of us, when we're on our device, we're good. As soon as we get off of our device, we're going and we're looking for a snack. We're looking for something sweet. We're looking for something to put in our mouth and consume. And is this a vicious cycle that is in your life that you need to be aware of right here in this moment to say, you know what? I am doing that. I am either on my iPad or looking for food. And if I don't have food, I'm on my iPad or device. This is a vicious cycle. And this is the consumerism on this episode that we're talking about that is killing you slowly. Everyone, yeah, the majority of the society. And, and also you have to understand what the reason behind that is. You're coming off of a very stimulatory product like the, the uh -huh. screen you know the games that kids are playing are made those colors for a very specific reason they move that fast for a very specific reason they're right. very engaging for a very specific reason and that brain is like firing off on all cylinders and going crazy and when you put mm -hmm. it down you're looking for a state change and generally when you eat initially you get a slump Right. So you get a state change in that your body starts to digest, which means blood goes to your stomach, starts digesting the food, and it kind of just slows down things temporarily, only for a short period of time, because once that sugar hits, you're back up again. But you're looking for a state change. Right. So you're going in there and going, everything's been in my brain, in my head. Everything's been going on up there. And now I just need it to just dissipate throughout my body. Let me go and eat something. And 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 that's all it is. It's a state change. Yeah. Um, 
which is why you're looking for that. But yeah. So I think we'll end there. And I think, you know, the one final thing, and I know I always ask you to to share your sort of final takeaway. And I think my my takeaway here for the people that are that are still listening, sorry for the tangent. We were we were so set on on giving you some tactical stuff today. But we'll do this it next is, week. This is, yeah, we'll do it next this we'll do it next week and stay tuned next week because Paul's got an amazing offer on uh on his blood work on the on the panels and work and research that he does. Um, but my final words here is this consumerism is killing us all. It's not, it's not um, um, unique to any individual, right? It is something that is plaguing our world. And so the message from me to you and the listeners who are listening in today is simply this. After this podcast, after you're listening, sit back in your seat and just scan your life. How much consuming are you doing? Are you doing any creating or is it all consumption? Are you on your devices? Are you eating food? Are you shopping? Are you addicted to those things? And look, I know at some level we all are, but how bad is it? Assess it, bring some awareness around it, and just ask yourself, is this making me happy? Am I happy now? Can this make me happy five years from now? And what does my life look like 10 years from now if nothing changes? And if you're like, I'm good, I'm cool, I'm happy, I'm awesome, 10 years from now is going to be great, change nothing. And if you're like, man, that's a, that's a tough pill to swallow, then perhaps you take a step back and you start bringing in some some awareness, some some in the moment presence and some awareness to try to dissolve some of this consumerism and start creating again like you did when you were little. Absolutely. You know, social media doesn't care about you. Has it no interest. You. It has no interest in your well-being, your health, anything. It has a huge amount invested in directing your behavior. Yeah. End of. And people don't realize that. Because I think oh, I'm only putting up a picture or I'm just saying showing people what I have for lunch or whatever it is. But the algorithms are, are you, there's no way you can compete against them. They will show you images that they know are going to be attractive to you. And that will drive you down a path that ends up in some kind of interaction with a sale of some kind or some kind of joining a group or doing something else. And it will it will directly affect your decisions in your life. This is not your choice, but you cannot beat that algorithm. So the only thing you can do is abstain. You can just step away from it and use it in a very much more controlled manner and be, like we said, use it maybe half an hour, every couple of days, whatever it is, and see how you get on with that because it will still be there. Right? It yep. doesn't care if you're there or not. If you've gone, it doesn't care. And it will do everything it can to entice you back in. You'll get notifications on your phone like oh such and such just put a might really just put a post up oh okay let me just go and quickly see what that is or you know such and such is just like this post and blah 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 so be very aware you've got no control unless you completely make a decision like you say draw this line on in the sand and go right from now on i'm only doing this and that's it i'm going to use it for productivity and not like you say just to consume content which is probably just wasting my time. Amen. Episode 24 in the books, Consumerism Kills. Yeah, I love you helpful, all. Man. Yeah, absolutely. Great stuff. Thanks, Paul. Mate, see you soon.